It has been my pleasure to let you know that God is still on the throne. Amen. I am so grateful and thankful to be able to sit here today and let you know that through all the things that I've been through, I have been so privileged to be able to be before God and be before you on today to let you know that he is still good all the time. God is still good. Amen. And I wanted to let you know on today that my Thanksgiving was awesome. (laughs) I want to hope that yours was also too. And through the spite of everything we go through, I just want to let you know he is still good. Amen. And also just to let you know before I start, and I don't know who this is for, but we are in a season where the enemy thinks he is going to be able to win. Amen. But I know for a fact that the men and women of God, we need to reach out to people. When God tells you to reach out to them, whether they are saved or not saved, or even sometimes total strangers, just to be able to let them know and ask them, are they okay? I mean, let them know that God loves them. Let them know that they are seen and heard and let them know that they, their life is valuable, that they are valuable. Amen. And I understand that during this season, we have lost loved ones and, you know, my condolences. And I want to let you know also that we do love you and we thank God for you. And well, I'm thankful for the fel- the fellowship. I'm thankful for all of my followers on this podcast. Has it always been easy? No, but I know that God is able and he's able to sit here and take care of me and you. And through all the things we've been through, you know, reach out to someone that you know that, you know, ask God first. And I understand that, you know, some people don't understand and don't realize that talking to God, it heals a whole lot of wounds. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. When you don't know who to trust or what have you talk to him. And also at the same time, God gives us people that, you know, just to lead you and guide you, hey, to someone that you can listen to, or sometimes it's a good friend, or, you know, sometimes it's a mentor or someone that is able to give their time and their due diligence towards you and celebrate you and not suffer you. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. God will give you those people that are in your life that will shape you, mold you, and also help break you so that God can be able to come into the mold. But um, I wanted to let you know, please reach out. I'm here. Um, You know, I am here, even though I am in South Korea. Um, It is written podcast by Alfred Sister Prophet. I am also on Facebook. Um, it is written by Latanya Uyola. Once again, L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. Please reach out, comment if you have questions or you just want to simply say, you know, I thank you or you have some concerns. Just give us a shout out, okay? But we want to make sure that no matter what's going on, we want to combat the ideologies of suicide, you know, also depression or anxiety or whatever you're going through, we want to sit here and we want to combat it. 
and we want to cast it out. Amen. And let you know that you are valuable and God values your relationship with him. He values your strength with him. He values everything that you have with him. Amen. So please, if you have any situations or circumstances that you need to talk about, you know, reach out to God and then have, you know, ask God who else he can reach out to. So with that being said, I had a lot of things come up and I don't know about you, but I've learned that also to the value of my words or value of your words. And I know that, especially since I am, um, going towards my doctorate in clinical psychology. And I've learned that a lot of times that we as bodies of believers, our mentality speaks volumes, not just for, not just for the person that's looking on the outside, but inside also. Amen. And God was just telling me and speaking some words into my mind and my heart that words that we encourage each other and also we can tear down words can be able to be hurtful, but also uplifting. And our mindset has so much to do with that. And I had to honestly start speaking those things that are not as though they were over my life, over my husband, my children, my finances, my, my, my positions, my, my way of thinking, because we have been programmed or pre-programmed. Oh, this is where we're going to be. And I had to combat a lot of things, especially growing up in a household that was so toxic. So I had to combat those things and say, that is not the end all be all for me. I had to sit there and honestly tell myself, you know, you're going to get out of this. And when you get out of it, you know, that it's God, it's not anyone else. And yes, God can work through you, but I'm telling you, give him all the glory and the honor while you're still going through the process. Amen. Whether it is school, whether it is a marriage, whether it is being singled, whether it is, you know, having children and a career and then trying to be able to juggle everything in the household and, you know, having all these different things going on. But as people, we need to be able to uplift each other, not tear each other down. Amen. And I was going through the scriptures and God had me to go into Proverbs 14, but first I'm going to go to Proverbs 12 and five and six. And I understand that so many people, and this is from the King James version. Amen. Proverbs 12, five and six, the thoughts of a righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceit. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counselors of the wicked are deceit. DC, excuse me, verse six, the words of the wicked are to lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the uprighteous shall deliver them. Let me say it one more time. The words of the wicked are to lay in wait for blood, but the mouth of the uprighteous shall deliver them. Don't you know your thoughts and the way that you transpire things, whether you are going through something or whether God is taking you through the steps or whether Satan is trying to be able to combat you, it all deals with their mindset and how you able to sit there and say, you know what? I can go through this. I got this. I can keep going. 
Or you sit there and say, I'm defeated. I I am tired. I am this and that. Don't you know you are half of the battle is when you are able to sit there and say, I'm going to get through this. Come on now. I know that I'm a conqueror. I know that I can be able to do what God says do. I am more than what these things are saying, what people are saying, what so many individuals are sitting up here and saying about me. I know what God has for me and you cannot be able to take that from me. But it's the fact that we have to be able to set our mind on heavenly things. And when God sits there and says, we have to be, we have to be of the mindset of him. We have to be able to go through. And sometimes we don't even know what's the end is going to be as far as the situation. But we know when our lives are over, don't you know that's when God can sit there and say, good and well, thy faithful servant, enter into the gates. Don't you know that's something about being able to know that whatever comes towards you, you can combat it and know that God is going to be able to stand for you. And I had to learn a lot this year that even when I'm not even in the situation or God has to remove me from the situation, that he's still working on my behalf. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Because so many times when we go through, so many people are looking at you. And when they know your character and they know who you are in God and your attributes, They don't even know that it's God working in you at first. But when they start realizing that, wait a minute, this person is speaking life and not death. And this person is working towards their degree. And this person is showing how I can be able to be a better person. And this person is telling me that my words matter and that my character matters and that my heart and my mind matters. When people want to tear me down, they still want to lift me up. Do you understand? That when God takes you through those things, that when God sits there and says, you know what? I'm going to remove you from the situation in order for me to repair you through other people. Don't you know God works through so many different people just on your behalf because you've been living for him. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back, because you've been living for him. You haven't been sitting up here and just just doing whatever, but you've been sitting up here on your hands and knees, fasting and praying. You've been living for God and making that example count each and every day. Don't you know that counts? Don't you know that makes God happy and he makes you fulfilled and he said, that's my child. And I had to realize that every time I looked at Job and how God was sitting up there and asking Satan, where do you come from? And paraphrasing and Satan said, I come in here and fro, but don't you know, he sits there and he says, have you seen, have you, have you known my servant Job? Have you looked at him? That boy is tight. That's my, that's the man right there. Do you understand? That's my child. And then Satan sits there and says, paraphrasing, the only reason why he's acting like that is because you protecting him. You sitting up here and you taking care of him. But don't you know, even when God sits there and said, you know what? You can't take his life, but you can take everything else. And he took the house. He took the, the children. He took all of, even his health was going down. But Job said, I will not curse my God. And don't you know, because his wife, he said, why won't you just curse God and die? And he said, I absolutely will not do that. 
Because I know for a fact that's the reason why I don't know why I'm going through this. But God is taking me through this for such a time as this. And I was thinking about Esther on today. Y'all don't hear me. I was thinking about Esther and how Esther was sitting up there and had to have the encouragement for Mordecai and the reality that I don't care if you sitting up in the king's palace, don't you know that he will come and take you down because you are a part of us? And don't you know that this might be the time It's such a time as this for you to come up such a time as this for you to be able to do what God says do such a time as this saints of the most high to be living in. See, this is the time that we need to be out there the more preaching and teaching and telling people about God. We need to be able to sit there and not shut down, but do what God says do no matter what, because guess what? God has your back. God sits there. He gives you the wisdom of Solomon and the discernment and the Holy Spirit that says here, go forth and do all unto us and have the word with you and live amongst them. But don't you know that even the love that you have for me, show it to them so that that he can be able to be glorified for God to be glorified for Jesus to be glorified so that they will know you by the love that you showed it in. I've understand not witnessed that so many times when we show love to people that has been shown love to. Don't you know, they sit there and they say, wait a minute, is that a Christian is, you know, you show love, but guess what? Also at the same time, God sits there and tells them no. Also, sometimes in a love and respect that you have to sit there and say, no, you can't do that. No, you shouldn't go that way. No, that's not going to be the way it's supposed to be because guess what? That's what God told you to do. That's within love and kindness also. Cause sometimes we absolutely cannot have our way because that's not the way that God wants us to go. Let me talk. Let me, let me calm down. Let me calm down. Because some of us think that, well, God, you're going to give me this. You're going to give me that. No, God is not a gimme, gimme. God is sitting there and setting you up for success. But also at the same exact time, there's a lot of no's that come with it. There's a lot of doors that need to be shut. There's a lot of heartbreak that you need to go through. There's a lot of friends that you cannot take with you because guess what? You have to go and soar. And when you have so much weight, you cannot be able to maneuver and go to distance and go elevate wise to go up in God. If you have so much weight on you, oh, let me say something. Look, everybody is not going to go with you. Everybody is not going to go with you. And you need to understand that God has so many different situations or misunderstandings or miscommunications. And I had to learn that this, this whole entire time of this whole entire year to let me know what people actually think of you. Isn't that profound? Isn't that something disturbing? Because God will sit there and tell you, don't say that. Don't, don't even, don't even, don't even say anything because you, I want you to observe some things. I want you to sit there and I want you to realize what's going on. And before you know it, they'll sit there and they'll say everything that they wanted to say. And you didn't say anything because you really was sitting up there and doing what thus says the Lord. Oh, come on now. Y'all, y'all got to understand. Sometimes you got to sit back and look at and observe and and see what's going on. Everybody is not going to be talking, but all the actions of their body language, their mannerisms, their way of acting and the way they posturing themselves speaks volumes. 
That's why I say all the time, the way that people talk, the way that people sit up there and they try to put their mouths on you. God is listening and hearing and letting you see what's going on. Amen. So every time it says it in Proverbs, the 12th chapter and the sixth verse, the words of the wicked are to lie in wait for blood. Don't you know they are wanting to kill, steal and destroy you waiting for blood that, 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 that's, that's so profound because remember when Cain and Abel and he lured his brother away and he killed him. Don't you know that it took so much rage and so much anger and so, so much things going on that it killed the very marrow and the bone of that person. And his whole entire blood was calling out to God saying he was innocent. And it, 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 it just rocks my very bone. How you do that? How? See, people need, people are getting to the point now where their compassion, their, their humanity, their whole entire being is starting to wash cold. That's hard. But assurance is knowing who God is. Get into your word. Know who God is on tonight. Know that God is preserving you, preparing you. And also at the same exact time, don't put curses on you. On yourself, the way that you talk about yourself is so important. It it makes you realize that sometimes you need to know who God is because your mentality and what comes out of your mouth is going to dictate how you are going to behave, how your mannerism is, and how you're going to be able to posture yourself. Oh, you, you don't believe me? Okay, let me let me go ahead and give you some more verses. And it says, Proverbs. The 14th chapter and the third verse. And I had to look at this. So please bear, bear with me because it it becomes more and more in the mouth of the foolish is the rod of pride, but the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Let me say one more time for the people in the back in the mouth of the foolish is the rod of pride, but the lip of the wise, but the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Don't you know that when you go before God and they sit up there, I, I did all of this and I, I, I no. see the one that holds me is the one that I know that preserves me, which is God. I can't take no credit for me being who I am. I don't care how long I've been on this earth and it's been 46 years. Do you understand the one that holds my future is God Elohim El Shaddai El Arafai. There is nobody else. The Alpha and the Omega. That's what preserves me. That's what keeps me. That's what heals me. That's what any harm or danger comes towards me. He's the one that protects me. And, and for some people to sit here and say, oh, well, God, you, you don't do anything for me. That's a lie and a half. God's been doing so much for us that we didn't even know he, who he was because we were born into sin. 
That's right. We, we were born into the sin of Adam and Eve. And then at the same exact time, we sitting up here. Well, I did this and I did that. Don't you know as many I, I, I's you've been putting in? Don't you know you need to be sitting up there and saying, Lord, please forgive me. Let me let them know that it's been you. Nobody can pay me billions of dollars not to say, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for blessing me and keeping me. I thank you for a little B girl from Alabama to come all the way over to South Korea and have the family that I have, the husband that I have, and the children that I have. Y'all, y'all don't, you can't pay me. You can't pay me enough. Not to just keep thanking him, keep blessing him, keep thanking him and saying, I thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done for me. No matter where I've been and what I've been doing, you've been able to forgive me, heal me from hurt, harm, and danger. And take up for me when I can't even take up for myself. And it says in Genesis 41 and verse 45. And it says that he has been able, excuse me, that it says that verse 45, Genesis 41 and 45 and Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zephiah Panim. And he gave him to wife Anasi, the daughter of Porat, priest of On. And Joseph went over all the land of Egypt. And when I looked at his name and I was looking at it in, uh, but I was looking at it as something else. And it was in the Strong's dictionary. And God put this in my heart. T-S-A-P-H-E-N-A-T-H. And then capital uh, space P-A-N-E-A-C-H. And it says that it was the God speaks and he lives. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. The God that speaks and he lives. So when he sat there and gave Joseph that name, I was like, wait a minute, God, you are sitting up here. And they're saying that it's not Joseph that speaks, but it's you that speaks and you live. Let me, oh, y'all don't hear me though. Let me hear me. Look, T-S-A-P-H-E-N-A-T-H. And it's space. And then it's capital P-A-N-E-A-C-H. God speaks and he lives. Y'all, when God speaks, Mountains move when God speaks. There is land formation. There are stars in the heavens and above the heavens. And there are firmaments above and below. There is water. And when there is a drought, God speaks. Oh my God, y'all don't understand. When God speaks over your life, there is nothing no one can say to you. Nothing that no one can do to you. So why is it that you want to speak death over yourself when God is life and he's giving you life? So why won't you let him speak? Oh, come on now, Holy Spirit. Ooh, let me calm down. Ooh. God speaks. See, there is such a thing as when God speaks. 
There is such a thing that in the Old Testament that when God speaks, that the people, Israelites, used to tremble in fear and used to bow down their heads and say, wait a minute, Moses, we want you to go talk to him. Because if we go, we don't even know what to do. But when you sit there and you hear from him, you let us know what he said. Because when God speaks, God, heaven and earth shall pass away. But his word will stand assured when God speaks. When God speaks. Y'all don't, y'all don't hear me though. When God speaks and he says it and it settles it in the word. Don't you know that's God over your life too? And why won't you sit there and apply the word to your life and then you'll see God speak. Hmm. My God, why is it that we want to settle for everything, but God has already delivered us from everything because he knows what's going on with us. But we don't want to sit there and say, Lord, let just, you let it speak. You speak. And that's the thing over the centurion. Oh my God. When he said, you know what? Paraphrasing, I am not even worthy for you to come into my house. But all I have, I have all of these people that go here and go there when I say so. But Lord, if you only speak the word, Jesus. And he said, I've I've never seen so much of this faith. Don't you know, go and he is already healed because he already seen that God can speak. Y'all don't hear me though. So why is it that we are so prone to sit there and let the enemy, let the man and mankind to sit there and speak over us, but never sit there and let God speak? Jesus. See, when God speaks, mountains move. Situations are shook because God speaks. And because we believe that God will speak. When we Shabbat God. Oh, that means that you are consistently in God's face. And asking God what's going on. And asking God, can you, can you come and see about me? And when you sit there and you are able to sit there and live the way that God needs for you to live. And you have that constant communication. Don't you know when you Shabbat God and God sits there and sees. And he says, that's my child and she's in trouble. Let me speak. Mm-hmm. That's when the winds, the angels, everything will obey because God speaks. <laughs> My God. Don't you know in Daniel, the fourth chapter, 31st verse. And I was looking at this. Let me just go ahead. Let me go ahead in it. While the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven. God speaks. Come on now. While the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken. The kingdom is departed from thee. When it says that, and it's talking about God's voice, it says, Cool. Say that one more time. Let me see one more time. Cool. K 
L-O-L, cool. That's God's voice. That's God speaking. Mm, my God. And it goes down to the 32nd verse. And they shall drive thee from men, and they dwell shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee. Until thou known that the most high God, most high, excuse me, most high ruleth in the kingdom of the men and giveth it to whomsoever he will. Let me say it one more time. Let me say it one more time. While the word was in the king's mouth, excuse me, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken. The kingdom is departed from thee, and they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee, until thou knoweth that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to the whosoever he will. 33rd verse. The same hour as the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar, the same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar. And he was driven from men and did eat grass as oxen and his body was wet with the dew of heaven until his hairs were grown like eagle's feather, excuse me, eagle's feathers and his nails like bird's claws jesus yeah that'll 34th verse and at the end of the days i nebuchadnezzar lift up my eyes unto heaven and mine understanding return unto me and I blessed the Most High, and I praised and honored him, excuse me, that liveth forever, whose domination is an everlasting domination, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. Do you understand? Immediately, when God's voice, cool, <laughs> when he spoke and he told King Nebuchadnezzar what was going to happen to him, it immediately happened. Don't you know that God can do the same in your situation? But if you would sit there and realize Nebuchadnezzar was so disobedient to God and didn't want to recognize who God was. Don't you know that the ways of sin is death? And at the same time, God chastised King Nebuchadnezzar. He will do the same for us. Us, meaning me and you. Don't you know that when we don't believe in what God is telling us and what we sit there and we make some things hard for us. Honestly, we we make so many things hard and cruel for us because we don't want to do it God's way. Listen, 
Paul did the same thing. Yes, Paul, the one that was converted from Saul and he wanted to go straight to Rome, but God told him you need to go through Asian Minor, which is South Korea and everywhere else. You have to go through here in order for you to go to Rome. Now, if he would have went straight to Rome, you know, he was already on the chopping block, but God had to have his word to go out without void. And he had him traveling and he had him doing things that God needed for him to do throughout the whole Asian minor before he even got to Rome. So I'm telling you this, why won't you be obedient to God and stop sitting here? And saying, oh, well, you know, I don't want to be able to go here and go there. But yet and still, God, I want you to bless me this way and that way. No, it don't do like that. God is not your genie. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. God is not your genie. God is almighty God. And you are on his time frame, not on you are on his like that. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. God is the all-knowing, all-seeing, all-omnipotent, all-knowing, all-seeing God. And you are on his time frame. Not my will, Lord, for thine will be done. Not my will, Lord, but thine will be done. As it is in heaven, so, so as it is on earth. Y'all, see, I don't know about you, but I would be honestly every day hitting it. God, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. I, I need to go back to my first love, which is you. Let me, let me go back to being able to know who you are. Let me be able to sit there and sometimes have to, you know, not physically, but in the spirituality of things, have to slap myself and say, look. Have you lost your mind? My daddy, your daddy has been able to be able to sit there and give you all these things and having you blessed beyond measure. And you want to sit up here and complain? You want don't want to go through nothing. But yet and still, the most expensive jewelry, the most expensive, purest form of excellence has to go through some things in order for it to come out as pureness. Y'all, oh my God. We got to go through. We cannot just sit here and near me, near me, and oh, my life is so good, and I'm just going to have it so much better than this. No, that's not. No, uh uh-uh. God wants you to go through because he wants to make a whole lot more out of you. And I love how God has been able to separate me from people and from places and from things because I've been able to learn and understand that everybody isn't built the same. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. Everybody ain't built the same and I'm thankful I'm glad. I'm thankful to God that I'm built differently. I'm thankful to God that I am built so much more than what I, I appear to be. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, I'm built on prayer. I'm built on fasting. I'm built on just knowing who God is. And I'm built on starting to realize that, God, you had me in a reason and a way for such a time as this. 
God had to be able to show me the people that was around me wasn't fit for my way and his way of thinking for my life. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. God had to be able to remove some people out of my life because he knew the whole entire situation and how they were talking about me behind my pack. God had to sit there and say, you know what? Forgive them and let me take care of them. Oh, come on now. That's real talk. So every time that you sit here and you put yourself down, don't you know you're giving the enemy room to let them do whatever they want to to you? I am not claiming any sickness. I am healed by his stripes. I'm healed. I am more than a conqueror. Even when I feel like I can't do it, but God says, no, I will keep you going because whose mind is stayed on him, he shall keep you in perfect peace. Ooh, come on now. And it says in Ephesians, the 29th verse, let no corrupt communication, come on now, proceed out of your mouth, but which is good to use of edifying that is made ministry grace unto thee here. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Let no corrupt, no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that it, which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearer. Don't you know? I keep on telling you, encourage yourself. Think yourself happy, knowing that God will be able to take care of you. And sometimes I have to praise God on credit, like Pastor Jay Hazlick tells me. You need to praise God on credit so every time that and when it does come up, that you know, that when it actually has to fulfill in, that God sits there and he's like, look, my child is praising me on credit right now. She may not feel like it. She may not know what's going on, but I'm going to praise him anyway. Do it in a cause that you say up joy and lifting right now in the name of cheat. Y'all don't understand me. Come on now. Give God the ultimate praise before he even does anything else. You sit there and you say, God, I know you're going to sit up there and you're going to set things right. So I am going to praise you in the midst of it. No matter what I feel like, no matter what I hear, no matter what's going on, my body and my mind and my soul will sit there and give you the praise and the honor and the glory because I don't want no corrupt communication coming out of this body. Not today, not any day. Not to give the enemy glory, but to give you glory in every time and every way. Shape, form, and fashion, I want God to get the glory. Amen. That's a good, see, that's a blessing right now. Y'all don't hear me though. See, it may just be for my soul, but I'm telling you right now in the name of Jesus, this is edifying me. This is helping me to understand that every time that I'm reading the word of God, that God is being able to preserve something in me. I don't know about you. I'm maybe I'm just doing it for me today, but I'm telling you, I have to encourage myself on today to know that I can keep going, that I can be able to keep pressing on when nobody else is there, when nobody else is sitting up there and give me the attaboy. Oh, you keep on going. Don't you know that you have a cloud? <laughs> you have a, 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 so many people, so many people cloud of witnesses Letting you know, cheering you on from heaven to let you know that God is being able to sit there and let you know that I am the Lord thy God and I will preserve you and keep you through this. Now let's go. Come on now. Keep going no matter what. 
and whatever else the enemy tries to put the thoughts in your head. Oh, I'm not good enough. No, my, my father says that I am more than a conqueror through him. My father says that I am the lily, that the lily of the valley, that he's the bright and morning star, that he is the one that I need to have every morning. He is the one. He is the one that made me. And if he's more than enough, I am more than enough. Y'all don't hear me though. Y'all don't hear me though. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. <laughs> Romans 10, 14 and 15. How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they not hear without a preacher? How is it that they're not going to be able to know who God is? See, they won't read the word of God, but they will surely read you. Don't you know that when every time that they see you, they want to see the love of God in you. Don't you know that it's not just love of God, but also let them know that God is a terrible God. He is savage also. He said, let no other God come before me. He can be jealous because he has that right. He's the one that created you and not we ourselves, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. But if you don't do that, you don't give God his just due. Something's wrong with you because he's the main one that's helping you to know who you are, helping you to see what's going on in your life. Now, let me continue. And we're going to the 15th verse. And how shall they preach except they be sent? Mm. As it is written, <laughs> how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Let me say that one more time. How shall they preach except they be sent? I'm sorry, but I know that I'm sent. And then as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring great glad tidings of good things. And then let's go down to the six, 16th verse. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Elijah said, Lord, who have believed our report? Who have believed our report? And it says in the 17th verse, so then faith coming by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Listen, the tone and also everything that comes out of your body, it vibrates, it vibrates into the atmosphere. And don't you know that since we are spiritual beings and when we Shabbat God, we get on a different, whole different frequency, whole different level. That only God sits there and says, you know what? I need to hear from my child. I need to hear from them because I know they are living my way. I know they are living. There's a totally different atmosphere when you get into God, when you're Shabbatking God, when you are sitting there and just praising God and prayer and fasting and just giving him the glory, not just on Sunday, but Monday through Sunday, when you giving God all your all and you live it for him, that is totally obedience. And he loves that. And don't you know, that gives you so many volumes of speaking to your life. 
So many things that people sit there and say about you, but don't you know whatever they say? Is it what God says? Let me say that one more time for the people. Ooh, Jesus. Is that what God says? Is it what God has spoken over your life? Men and women and mankind can sit there. Even the enemy can get jealous and upset because you have taken over their time of God. Don't you know you replaced Lucifer as the praise of God and the worshiper of God? You have replaced him. Now, don't you know that when we do what God says do and shabak him, live for him? Get in your word. Just wrap yourself into him. Shoot. <laughs> God, my God, my God, I thank you, Lord. It becomes so much more. And the enemy can't even come in. Because you've been in sweet, 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 sweet surrender. Into God's own being. It, it's something about just dwelling in God's presence. And just knowing that he loves you, knowing that even when he says no, it's because he is trying to protect you, trying to hurt, hurt the hurt that you feel. Don't you know he hurts? The cries that you have been able to, the tears, I mean, the many tears that you have been able to flow off of your body, off of your eyes. God has been able to sit there and he counts your tears. God, God knows. And I don't care what nobody else says. It's something about when God loves on you, even when the world turns his back on you and he comes in and he just sweeps you up and he, he hugs on you. He loves on you and he caresses on you. That is God's love. There's a total different love in God. And it gives you the comfort and the healing and the peace that you need. You can see so many people don't have the peace that you have. They can have the money that you have, the house, all of that, the car, the children, the husband. But don't you know, because they don't have the peace that you have, they are living in chaos and they're looking for that. They're looking for the peace that you got. They're looking for the healing that you have. They're looking for the anointing that you have in God. And I'm going to say it like this. You love on people. You thank God for them. But also at the same time, make sure you understand that the world will sit there and say, you know what? You don't, you're so, you're so this or you're so scared of that. No, I'm just trying to tell you. When you live in a certain lifestyle, there are consequences to your actions. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. When you live in sin, the consequences of your actions, whether you have a child out of wedlock, whether you are um, having, you know, era, you having unnatural relationships, homosexuality, whatever you are doing in your personal life or whatever you are looking at, pornography or your lying or your cheating or what have you, those things do come up and that is all part of sin. And don't you know you got to pay the consequences for those actions? 
People don't want to sit there and tell you Rome had the highest time of populations of a man to a man. And they would have young women having, have, excuse me, having sex also with their husbands, but also having sex with someone else. That is a young man. And don't you know that society had collapsed because of the sin that they were doing? What are you saying, Pastor? I'm telling you, the United States is going down the same road as Rome. Do you understand the things that we put in front of God that we sit there and we sit there and say, well, this is my God and and this is this God. And, you know, God is not over us anymore. And we separate ourselves from the schools and the government. And do you see how much time is you see how much lap time that's come around where the sin has been able to manifest and you see prayers taken out of school and you see so much uprising, upheaval and violence and everything else you see, you see. But then you don't want to sit there and say, wait a minute. Well, we didn't, you know, we're, we're recognizing God, but don't you know that's not just on the FaceTime of money alone, but you need to be able to sit there and have them in your life, have them in your children's life, have them in your home life. Even your very posture, even the very attributes of God needs to be manifested in you. Oh, you just don't know. First and foremost, let me tell you something. The things of God they, they heal you. They, they manifest in you. But when you're out in the world and you're doing whatever you want to do, don't you know those are consequences to your actions? And you, do you see that so many people are dying young and dying so frequently because the enemy wants to snatch them away? The enemy doesn't care for you. God does. Well, pastor, um, you know, I had a Christian to be mean to me and everything else. And I'm going to tell you like this. Don't judge God by that Christian. Go and talk to God and have a relationship with God first. Don't sit there and go by my life and my life story because I'm, I, I make mistakes. I, I have to tell God every day. I'm sorry, God. I make mistakes. I'm truly, truly, I have flaws, but don't you know, I don't try to stay in those flaws. I don't try to sit there and try to justify my mess. No, that's my mess. And I'm, I'm going to have to sit there and I'm going to have to pay it. I'm going to have to pay for that. And I'm going to have to be accountable for that. But do you understand that? All these innocent lives that are being taken, all the things that's going on, the jealousy, the hatred, the rage, the, the people's in compassion being waxed over and cold. That's in the word. And we as people need to realize that our words mean a whole lot. Even for the next generation. You want your children to be successful? You say that. I know my children will be successful. Because I'm leaning and depending on you, God. And I want them to have a personal relationship with you. Not just for now, but later on when I'm not even living anymore. When I have to go and be with you, God, that they keep learning and depending and praying and getting a relationship with you. 
so that the world won't shape them, but you will shape them. So that the world won't get into them, but God, you are in them. So much so that I don't even know what's going on, but God, you, you know what's going on and you take care of my children. You take care of the next generation and you help me to learn and understand how to be the parent that they need, how to be the mother that they need, how I could be the wife to my husband, because sometimes we mess up. And I'm sorry that people don't think that I'm going to sit here and I'm going to condone all of these false prophets. I'm not. I'm not going to condone the people that are sitting up here and being lazy and not doing their jobs. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and condone the mess that's coming out of the church. I don't. It, it, the religiosity that you got to do this or do that in order for you to be able to reach heaven. That's not true. Whatever God says in his word, that's what we need to be paying attention to. Not the pastor, not the prophet, not the teacher, not the preacher, because some of us are making them their God. Making them God over the God that is all wrong. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. People will worship a person instead of going to consult the one that created them. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Y'all want to sit here and put anything out on TikTok, but yet and still you ain't living nothing. You want to sit up here and then deduce and say, well, God is dead. No, he's yet alive and he's been alive for a long time. Y'all, you want to sit up here and, you know, concoct and say, well, God, you know, well, this sin has entered in. Don't you know that God sees? But because of all the sin that Adam and Eve entered in, we had to be able to pay the price. For the wages of sin is death. But if we choose life, then we can be able to combat all of that. That's the value of your words on today. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be able to know that God is going to do something in my life that is so powerful that it's going to blow my socks off. That I know this podcast will be able to reach internationally. That I know millions and billions of people will be saved because God is reaching them and not just me. This is not just big. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than my voice. It's bigger than my whole entire atmosphere. It's so much bigger. Because of me and doing what God says do, I can be able to honestly sit there and say, God, you can be able to speak to billions of people around the world every day just because I opened up my voice and my mouth and I'm speaking and living the way that you want me to live. And I'm projecting it out to the people of God, to the saved and unsaved. See, there's a difference between playing church and knowing how to be able to live and do what God says do and be a part of his church. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, I'm not here for you. I'm I'm not here to sit here and people please, but I'm here to do what God says do because I know I got to go home. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. I know I got to go meet. The one that created me. So while I'm down here and whatever gifts that God has given me, I have to be able to sit there and use them to his edification and his glory because he is the main one that sent me. There, there is so much more that we need to do. I fear no man. 
I fear no man because they're not the ones that's going to be able to sit there and put me in heaven and hell. I fear God. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. There is such a thing that we need to get the fear of God into us once again. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. I don't want God to speak ill will over my life. I want God to say, good and well, thy faithful servant. I don't want God speaking over my life. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I don't want him to say that to me. And you shouldn't either. You should want to be able to sit there and say, you know what? Let me strive every day to do what God says do, no matter what, no matter the cost, because I know he's watching me. I know he's looking for me to do what's right. Even when it doesn't even seem right, even if it doesn't fit the narrative of what mankind is supposed to be saying about us, do it anyway. When it, when the Holy Spirit is unctioning you to go and talk to someone that you don't even know, do it and be obedient. When, when you see that somebody's down and don't even know how they're going to be able to pay for some food, why won't you go pay for it? Because God is going to be able to bless you with it. There is such a thing as if we do what God says do and your words and your actions speak volumes to people. Don't you know? Don't you think how you think I got here? Because someone spoke over me and they knew what God was saying about me. And I had to keep those words because those words keep me going. And I know that God keeps repeating it to me because I keep reading his word. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Do you understand how do I got here is because God kept sitting up here and telling my big mama and my big daddy, you're going to go places that I haven't even set my foot on. You're going to go through doors and your name is written on places that hasn't even been written on yet. And you're going to sit there and you're going to sit there and say, wait a minute, how did I get over? It's because God brought me here. Don't sit there and give yourself the glory because the only reason why you're sitting where you're sitting is because God was able to give it to you. Don't, don't get so big in your britches, as my big mama used to say. Don't get so big in your britches that you forget who created you, who gave you your gifts, who gave you your words, and who gave the encouragement. That was God and God alone. That was him and him alone. Don't, don't sit there and say, well, you know, I, 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 I got this on my own. I worked hard for it. Yes. But also at the same exact time, do you understand that some of the blessings that you got wasn't from God? Ooh, let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Some of the things that you got, the enemy let you get pacified. You sat there and kept your mouth quiet about God. And then he sit there and he'll give you stuff just for you to be quiet, just for you to be able to sit there and say, you know what? Let me, let me distract them for a few minutes. I know they like cars. I know they like this person or I like, like this woman or this, this man. Let me go ahead and do this and that so that they can't even be able to recognize who God is. Come on now. And that's how some of the trap is for some people. But saints of the most high, that's not for us. Recognize who God is in your life before it's too late. Keep the words of God and the meditation in your heart and your mind of God. 
Speak those things not as though they were. Speak yourself happy. Know that God is going to be able to be on the throne and he's going to take care of you. It's not about me. It's not about anybody else, but it's about him and him alone. And I don't care what nobody says. God is the main final choice in my life. My husband, I love my husband, my children, but the first love in my life is God. And that is what makes us, breaks us, molds us, shapes us. And with this Holy Spirit that able to let us be able to know what's right and wrong. Oh my God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's what makes the difference. So don't you speak death over yourself. Always speak life. Don't you ever sit there and say, I'm not going to be anything. No, God sits there and he'll tell you. No, you're going to, I'm going to take you from one place to another because I'm going to let you know that your life is to glorify me and me alone. And I'm saving you and I'm preserving you and I'm protecting you for such a time as this. Never think mentality. This I'm depressed. I'm this and that. No, 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 no. I am more than a conqueror than him. That strengthens me. If I need to get up and get and lose some weight, go ahead and start getting up and losing weight. God, you're going to help me lose this weight because guess what? I'm leaning and depending on you. I'm trusting you. And while I'm doing the work, you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, you know what? Let me go ahead and take this person. Let her help her to be able to go in and shape her and let her be able to lose the weight. Come on now. Y'all, 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 y'all don't hear me though. See, God is able to remove some things. I'm grateful for him removing the things that I needed removed in my life because I, it couldn't stay. It could not stay because of the way that God had built me. Oh, let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Things don't stay in your life too long because God had to be able to sit there and say, you know what? That I don't, I see what the intent of their heart is. What was their whole entire preference of being able to get close to you? And now I'm going to remove them and let you see what was the reality that was around you. The person was empty, but guess what? God has sat there. He started revealing to you who was empty and who was full and who you can trust and who you cannot trust. So you need to make sure you're God's gift. Start walking in that. Edify God every day. Thanking him every day for everything. Get into your word. Get in and do what God says do. Every time I'm in these this word of God, you open it up. Take notes. Always have notes. And then I had a good friend of mine say, hey, why won't you put sticky tabs around your house? And, and put those things of the scriptures that you want to be able to sit there and say, you know what? I want to remember this and I want to remember that. But also at the same exact time. Be positive. No matter what's going on, I know you have it, God. And even if it costs my life, God, I know where you're taking me because I know that you have me. It's all you have it all in your hands. So when we start realizing who is in the driver's seat and we are on the passenger side, then we can sit there and honestly say, you know what, God, you are shaping me and molding me. I am going where you need for me to go, no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are. God has you. He just makes you go through the pit stops 
as I was saying with Paul, he lets you go through stops in order to help your growth, strengthen you where you're weak and also help you to learn and mature and grow. Amen. Now, whew, God's voice, cool. <laughs> and just to hear God speak and he lives. Y'all, thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you, God, for being with us today. Y'all don't understand. I thank you, Lord, for letting me feel your presence on tonight. I thank you, Lord, for just blessing right now in the name of Jesus. Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and that thou shalt believe with thine heart that the God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, for with for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you don't know Christ as your personal savior, your mouth and your heart will be deceitful. Who knows it? God does. But when you come over and you give your life over to to God and you confess with your mouth your sins and you ask Jesus to come into your heart, your mind, you get everything and you have abundant life. God gives you that peace that passes all understanding. And he's able to regulate so many different things. I tell you, it is not easy. Trust me. But guess what? I trust God. And I hope you do too. So I'm going to say this. It has been my pleasure being able to sit here and do this podcast and let you know that I have been busy. Yes, I have. But don't you know that I've been able to go out and it has been rewarding. But also at the same exact time, I wanted to thank you for listening. And if you like what you hear, please follow and subscribe. And you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music and Audible, Spotify and Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Samsung and other major platforms such as YouTube. You can enjoy it if you've enjoyed it. Please leave us a five-star rating that would help us in reaching more people. And if you have any questions, comments, you can find me on Facebook. Once again, it is written by Latanya Uyola. It is written by L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. It is L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. And I want to thank you so much for being able to just be with us. And I say us because it's a family affair. And I thank you so much for everything that you have been able to just be a part of. I mean, this has been a journey and I'm so grateful you are with me. Please understand and know that there are more changes to come. Christmas is coming. Christ's birthday. Jesus for the reason is the season. (laughs) And let us put Christ back in Christmas. Amen. It's something that we need to be able to start giving more and more. Yes, we should celebrate him all year round. And I will say this too. While we're celebrating him this year, December, celebrate him all year round because he has been the blessing in our lives. 
And without him, without him coming and dying on the cross for us, we wouldn't have been able to have a second chance with God. He is the second Adam. So we need to give him all the praise and all the glory and all the honor and make sure that every time, every time you wake up, you say, Lord, I thank you for another day. Thank you for blessing us and keeping us and giving us the activity of our limbs, giving us everything that we need. And I thank you. So until next time, it has been my pleasure. Kanon samida. Annyeong.